Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. Every Monday in the 5 o'clock hour, longtime college football coach Phil Bennett joins us. Craig Smoke and Paul Catalina, David Smoke. Thank you very much. Phil, I brought this up just a minute ago in the miraculous comeback by Baylor against UCF that they were dead and buried, that they stuck to the running game, which reminded me of how Baylor came back against TCU because you were gutting them with Shock Linwood a lot and they hit a couple of big plays. But how much patience does it do you have to have when you're getting blown out and you just need to stick to what you do best? Well, you know, one of the things that that, that stuck out in my mind was we they had uh, they were averaging close to ten yards a play, and we were we were almost double possession time on them, and, and that's 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 good coaching. I mean, you you're working as a team there, and as the game went on, you could tell that 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 Jeff knew that we could run the ball on. And, and sort of like we could. I remember uh, uh, Randy Clements telling Art, they can't stop. We were running a, a quad, same side. We ran three things. We ran power, we ran zone, and we ran counter. All to the same side. They couldn't stop it. That's what Jeff was doing. He had their number, and um, and they it, it is. It, you you got to stay with the, with the plan, and it sure worked. Does your – when you get down like that, as a coach, does the clock sometimes accelerate in your head so that you think you have to start doing that as opposed to going, well, there's still a lot of time. Let's just slow it down and see if we can get here. Well, absolutely. You know, they, they get the, the chief touchdown. And then, you know, it goes from, I think it went from, from 21 to 28 fast. And, and we're still, we're averaging, you know, six, seven yards a carry. Uh, and, and I thought Chapin was playing good. And I, I truly now, I'm not saying this because they won, but I never thought just the way the, the flow of the game that they would be out of the game. I, there were some strange things that happened, uh, and you can't afford to give up almost 10 yards a snap, but I thought offensively with a time of possession, if we could ever get uh, a hot play, a big play, something might happen. And, and I really thought they stayed with what they believed with, and I, th- I thought it won the game for them. Coach, how do you make sure that that is a season-building win, a season-changing win perhaps, versus like you get too high that you feel that experience and then it's right back to normalcy You know, the following week? How do you kind of manage that from a coach's perspective of not getting too high, not getting too low? Well, I, I, I read something that, that Coach Aranda said, and it's so true. He said that doesn't, you know, every, every week is a new page. It's, it's a new beginning. It's a new end. Everything's new. And, and one of the things, that, that he's looking for, he said, we got to get started. We, we've, you know, and that's the challenge. Hey, you've proven you can do it. You score, you come back 28 points, the largest in school history, and you can do it. 
let's get started early in the game against Texas Tech. They can't afford to get down that way. They, I don't think they'll that they'll be able to recover. But let's get started. And and I think the motivation of saying, "Hey, we did that under adverse condi- conditions. We can do that. We can do it at starting the game." I think will be big. Have you ever experienced in any way the Texas OU game? Because I know you weren't at either school. No, you were at Oklahoma. Oh, yeah. I, Hell I, yeah. I, I was at OU. I, I'm sorry. I, I was in that game. What is that like as a coach or just – I've been to the game many times. All of us have, but just in that setting. It, it's crazy. I'm telling you, the state fair just magnifies it. And the stadium, when you go out there – I remember Rex Ryan and I were at OU together. And we walk out there and he goes, I've been dreaming about it. Of course, he was from Oklahoma. He said, I've been dreaming about this my whole life. And I had always thought, well, you know, I played at A&M. A&M, Texas was big. God almighty. I mean, half the stadium is orange and half of it is crimson. And it is an atmosphere that you'll never forget. Do you get, do you get like a corn dog to relax? What do you do? <laughs> you, you, you know what? I'm more of a funnel cake guy. After the game, <laughs> I, I, after, I, I sort of, they beat us. So I, I sort of, um, I, I starred on, on the funnel cake. Okay. You played at A&M and you coached at Baylor in Oklahoma. Does losing, when you lose to Texas, does that sting for you in particular a little bit more? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know. First of all, let me say that Texas is an unbelievable place. Everybody knows that. Great place. You know, they, they, they have a tremendous history. But, but you know, I will, I will go to my grave so mad at one official in, in, back in the Big 12 days. I don't know if you remember this, David, but right at the end when we're closing Floyd Casey and we needed in 13 to win the championship, we we have, we played lights out defense. I mean, we we really played well. And uh, my little corner uh, intercepted a ball late in the game and ran it back for a touchdown. And this guy, if you could believe this, of all the officials, I've known this kid since he was a manager at A and M, called uh, Cel- our guy yeah. for celebration and took away a defensive touchdown that would have closed Floyd Casey. And, and against Texas. So, in answer to your question, yes. I mean, when you beat them, <laughs> you you know that you you've done something. And we ended up we ended up scoring, but we could have had a defensive touchdown. But uh, uh, you know, yes, it's a it is a huge game. And and yeah, I'll tell you something. I, I used to get up for t- everywhere I've been to. I've been, I've gotten up for the Tech game. I mean, Tech is uh, this year. They proved it early. I mean, they're. Even though they've lost a couple of close ones, you you better jump on them and get in the mix early. Coach, uh, with Oklahoma and Texas, based on what you've seen so far, I mean, UT handled Kansas with with relative ease. I know Jalen Daniels didn't play, but they got a huge, you know, game from uh, Jonathan Brooks on the ground. Seemed to be solid everywhere else. Oklahoma still playing good defense. Uh, You know, offense has some explosive playmakers as well. Uh, Just what are your thoughts based on the the tail of the tape that you've seen between these two teams on on how you're viewing this game on Saturday? Well, I I think, the, the thing at Texas that sticks out in my mind is, is run game, pass game offensively, they're on. 
Uh, Quinn Ewan is really playing well. He's playing under control, playing with confidence, making good decisions. Uh, you know, defensively for Texas, I think they're much improved. Uh, I think they got a break the other day when Kansas quarterback uh, got injured. Uh, Kansas had a little three-back package early in the game. If he would have stayed in the game, we really could have caused them some problems. Uh, and, you know, same thing. OU, I think Jeff and, you know, Seth Luttrell is there with him. I think they're very dynamic on offense, playing well. Uh, it's just whether they can hold up. Uh, I know against SMU, I talked to some of the SMU coaches, and they thought they had opportunities to score and move the ball. It was really a good game. So uh, I think it will be a really good game. One of the better Texas OU games there's been in a while. I see a Texas team on defense that their motor's running all the time. Everybody, I, I, maybe not 11 every single play, but the motor is running all of the time. Is that something that not so much they didn't have guys playing hard, but that maybe was an issue? Oh, yeah. I don't think there's any doubt. You know, the one thing, David, that I'm going to say, I'm going to add to that, I don't – I mean, they have they have good players, but I don't, I don't see any real dominators. I don't know how fast they are uh, in the front. I mean, I was looking early in the game. If you remember, Kansas goes right down the field on the perimeter – and I thought to myself, man, they their edges aren't as fast as what, what I thought they were. Uh, now, in the game, they got better, but uh, I think they are tougher. I think they play hard, uh, and I think they're better coached. I think, I think Gary Patterson being there helps them more than people will ever talk about. I think because he's a sound guy, he knows how to fit things, I think that's really helped him. Bill Bennett? With us, 365 Sports. Your Aggies have Alabama this week um, with a backup quarterback and Max Johnson. He turned the ball over a couple times this week. But um, Alabama, you know, their offense is still not what they want it to be. How do you see this one going? And what does A&M have to do to make sure that Jalen Milrow doesn't continue to build his confidence? Well, they got to play defense the way they have, you know, the last couple of weeks. Uh, they, they completely dominated um, Arkansas. Now, I know Arkansas, you know, Arkansas had played better against LSU, but defensively, they they create, they separated themselves. I was very pleased. Now, what's going to happen that's a little bit different is Milrose, they haven't faced a quarterback that could run like this kid. Uh, if you saw the Mississippi State game, I mean, I think he had a 40-yard touchdown run, and I'm telling you, he looked like Robert Griffin getting it in the house. He got in the end zone fast. So, um, you know, I, I think that there's no doubt that that uh, Alabama doesn't have the offensive explosion that it's had the past four or five years. Uh, but, but to say that they're totally down would be a mistake. Now, I, I, I think there's A&M can play with them. I sure do. Now, if Max doesn't play better than he played the second half, they'll be in trouble. Uh, I really thought, I don't know, he sort of became lethargic, threw the ball away. I mean, started the second half with a pick six. Uh, at the end of the game, uh, had a couple of runs that he fumbled the ball. And, and I promise you, uh, Alabama will be coming after him. It, it, it will be an unbelievable atmosphere in College Station here also. Phil, I, I've asked you this as experienced as you've been in the game as a coach. One of the things that I saw from Baylor in the comeback was obviously 
dramatic, but a team that even when there was a reason to probably say, the hell with this, we're done, we quit, on the coach. Not that they did or ever was a thought. What is that like? Have you ever been on a team where the team has oh, quit? Absolutely. What's that yeah. like? Well, I'm going to tell you something. It, what have, what I saw is just what you're talking about, David. They, they, you know, there wasn't a doubt that they couldn't come back. Now, can they do it? And, and as that game, as you, I watched the sideline with great, and I saw, I saw Coach Aranda get fired up. And I, see, I saw the kids. I mean, there was a lot of emotion. And they saw this thing happening. And, and, uh, and the kids, I think it's a tribute, to obviously, to the player, but also to the coaches because they believe, you know, they're, they're not dumb. They're hearing everything that, that everybody's saying. You know, this with Twitter and all the different things, you're no good, your coach is no good, but whatever's being said. And, but, but they have closed ranks. And it's obvious that they believe in their coaches, and they believe that you know what we might have played, we might not have played great, but but we can still win this game, and this is what we're going to do. And now you got a new week, and and you know what, and I'm sure Dave's telling them this. You know what, we've proved we can do it. Let's get started right. Let's prove we can start right. There hadn't been a game. Correct me if I'm wrong. There hadn't been a game yet that that Baylor has started like a team that, that, that no. is capable of, no. of, of being a really good football team. You're right. And I think, I think that's the challenge on both sides of the ball. Hey, let's do this. You know, if I'm coaching right now, I'm going to say, hey, and we've done this for us. I said, hey, let's get three, three and outs, three stops with no points. See where it carries us. You know, Art used to tell me, he said, every time you get a stop, he said, he said if we, I think our record was like 18 and 0, eight, or 18 and 1 when – we got three stops in the first half, three first, you know, continuous stops, and we were up either 21 or 28 to nothing. And you don't lose many of those games. And on the other side, you've got to, you've got to get uh, Jeff and his guys say, you know what, when we get inside that, that red zone and score zone inside the 10, we're scoring. No field goal. We're scoring. And, and that will take them to another level. And, and it's amazing. We don't talk about it enough. You know, everybody says, well, the talent's down. You know, look, talent got better. I mean, they, they played better. They performed. And in this game, the mind is a powerful thing. If you think you can do something, and, and like I said, you got your quarterback back. And I read a stat now, too. I'm going to tell all you this. If I'm, I might send Jeff a text. Whatever you do, make sure Reese scores because your odds go up greatly because that's no BS. If he scores, you got a hell of a chance to win. Coach, shot in the dark here, because I know you can't watch everything, but uh, you dabbled at all and seen any of West Virginia, the big win over TCU the other night. They're not the sexiest offensive team in the world, but they're just finding ways to get it done and playing some pretty good defense. Just didn't know uh, if you've seen much of them or not, but that was obviously a big win against the Frogs. Yeah, I watched uh, I watched the game, and I've watched them. Actually, I've watched them twice. I've watched them against Penn State early, which they played the Dickens out of a very good Penn State at Penn State team. And then I'd watch them against Texas Tech. Uh, and, and, you know, Tech, it does some unique things on offense, and they played soundries. They're getting good quarterback play, too. This little quarterback they have is gritty. Uh, during the game, TCU was getting after him, and, and it didn't affect him. He came back. He missed the Tech game, and he, he really helped them in that game to move the sticks when they, 
and to work it down to get the lead. Uh, I think Neil and his guys have been underestimated. I think that, that, that whoever plays them better buckle up because I think they're better than a lot of people believe. And, th- and once again, I think they're believing that they can win games. Thank you, Phil. Appreciate it as always. Thank, Thank you. you, guys. You too. Well, Phil Bennett. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.